Thanks for coming out for the athlete panel for the 2022 Sir Walter Myler. The week is upon us. the fact that we are starting on Wednesday night with the week going. Yeah, thanks for analogy for making this happen. The run this morning with uh, Elliot Hannah was a lot of fun. I know you all had fun at the track meet. And we're here. We got some athlete interviews for you. It's going to be a good time. So let's see who's, who's around here. I think we're going to do two at a time. Where's, where's Megan Manzi? Uh, she'll be right out in a minute. Yeah, there she is. Hey, Megan. And then, and then where's Emily? Emily Richards as well, too. Come on up to the hot seat right here. Oh, okay. yeah. grab, grab some spots. Right. You know, let's welcome Megan Manzi and Emily Richards. All right. Uh, well, first off, Meg, thank you for wearing the shirt. I know we paid you to wear it, but uh, <laughs> you, uh, you are well. So thank you. Megan, talk to us about running at NC State, running in Raleigh. I know you're kind of obviously one of our, our local fans, or everyone's cheering for you, but uh, favorite place to run in Raleigh? What is it? Oh, favorite place. Okay. Um, I know when I, it's so funny, when I went to NC State, I was that person that always did runs on the field. Um, and so I never really ventured out much, but now that I am out of NC State, I've explored multiple loops and gone to more of the trails, but honestly, I used to, it's, I mean, obviously everyone goes to Olmstead at the Reed Creek entrance. I know it seems simple, but I used to dread the hills there, but now it actually, I love it because you just get back in there, it's shaded, uh, very peaceful when you're, when you're by yourself or with a group, but you can just kind of zone out focus on nature. I personally have time with God when I'm running out there. Um, so I'd say Olmstead. I know it's like a... Olmstead makes champions. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, you have the course record for the Raleigh Rundown downhill mile. Woo! <laughs> I heard you might be running again. We'll see how the legs feel after Friday. <laughs> All right, you have a different perspective. You paced the race last year, the race fit this year. As a pacer, what is, what's it like? Uh, the race you paced last year had the most American women to ever break 430 in a race. So give it up for uh, give it up for Emily. Yeah. I don't know if I can take the credit for that. There was some really talented females in there. Uh, I think sometimes I think I talk about this with runners a lot. When you pace a race, it's sometimes more nerve wracking than racing because if you mess up your own race, then it's okay. But if you mess up someone else's race, then that's kind of on you, right? So I think I get more nervous pacing. But at the end of the day, you know what you're doing. You know what the pace feels like. You train for it and practice. And so once you get going, it's really not that big. Yeah. So anyway, you also you run for Tracksmith, correct? I do. Yeah. Uh, and we Tracksmith is available here, just FYI. Um, Alex. Yep. All right. <laughs> what, why? So tell us a little bit about Tracksmith and why you enjoy running for them. Yeah, I love Tracksmith. Um, I joined with them um, in January of this year, or maybe it was February in the winter. Um, and I just think we align, our values align a lot. So I was a division three athlete and I'm used to, you know, having limited resources and things like that. And I feel like Tracksmith is a very blue collar, small company that likes to you know, make a splash with limited resources. So I think we have a lot of overlapping values and that's what I enjoy the most. Their magazines are incredible. And have you been featured in one? No. Oh, <laughs> Dude, come on guys, get on that. Looking at you, Lou. 
right, uh, Megan, uh, tell everyone you coach in the area. Uh, tell about where you coach and uh, yeah. So um, my husband, Michael, over there in the red hat. So him and I coach at Cary Christian School, um, K through 12 school, um, from Apex Road, I believe. Um, but we coach the uh, high school, so varsity. <laughs> <laughs> You're mannequin down. Mannequin down. <laughs> Hands off. Hands off. We're talking about God, Christianity, and God. Continue, man. Um, yeah, we started there. Um, it's been a year now, so we're going on our second year coaching there. And we do cross country um, and outdoor track. And we Indoor wasn't an official sport for them, so we were kind of called a winter running. Kind of took the distance runners out there, fueled a base, took them to a few JDL meets. Um, but this year, it's now, I think, the school, uh, it's an official sport for them. So we'll have, like, the sprinters and the jumpers and all that out there as well. Nice. Have you? Are you forcing the kids to come watch you on Friday night? I, no, actually, I was like, guys, no, don't worry. You can stay home. Like, you don't need to come out. Um, but, no, they love it. I've ever, even before I knew them, um, they ever since, gosh, like it's, I guess very beginning. Yeah, they it's it's been hype for them since yeah. the beginning. They've been coming out. They make signs. Um, one of the moms will have a pizza party. They like freaking pizza, <laughs> and then they go to the meet. They love it. So it's been now they're super excited because like oh my gosh, now our coach is in it. So yeah, they're coming out. They're probably gonna embarrass me with some signs, but I was like, oh, okay. so have fun. There we go. All right, Emily, we wanted to talk about this too. You guys used to train together in New Jersey, yeah. New York. We did. <laughs> where are you now? Where am I now? Yeah. I'm in Ohio. So that's where I went to college, is Ohio Northern University in Ada, Ohio. So that's where I live and train now. You ride or die for D3, right? I do, yes. <laughs> do people come out to these races and they're just like D3 glory days? You're doing it for us? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know, but hopefully, yeah. I know we got some D three guys in the house. Where, where's Tommy JJ? Yeah. Tommy. <laughs> All right, Emily. Someone wants to come in and say, "What is Sir Walter about? How would you explain it?" Because you haven't been here before. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I would say community, like things like this. Um, it's really what it's about. And maybe I cheated because Jeff brought here. So we talk about this in the car. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we were talking about how the community aspect and the Raleigh community is unlike other cities I've been to, where right? there's so many people here who enjoy running. You guys have this whole facility <laughs> dedicated to running. And um, I think the community involvement and how many people get involved in Sir Walter makes it really special. Yeah. All right. Well, one last question for both of you guys before we get some more people up here so you can go have your comma. Um, what are your goals for Friday night? Sure. Uh, so I have had a bit of a curse this season. I've, I've had a really good season. I've PR'd in all of my events, but all of my times have ended at zero. So I've run <laughs> two flat, 410, and 430. So tomorrow I want to break the curse and run under 430. Yes. Same thing. I'd love to um, go under 430, ride the train, um, and see what happens. Yeah, biggest thing, I guess this is my we did a pop-up 800 in the pop-up championship. So that was the first two races back from the surgeries. And so this race was just, honestly, uh, Michael and I were talking about it. Because I felt myself kind of like, oh no, like getting a little nervous. The first professional race, like with uh, like 15 other women in a long time. So, but Michael put in perspective, he said, this is a celebration like of just what you've been through, what God has carried you through. Um, 
remember like that's why you started learning to begin with it's just that simplicity of it so honestly just turning the brain off and just having fun with it um being back in the mix of everything regardless of outcome but of course it would be very nice to break that barrier um before 30 but um any improvement from the 438 at the pop-up championship i will i will be gladly to take so all right let's give awesome. it up one more time yeah. All right, who's coming next? Jeff, who you got on dance floor? Who has a question? Come on up. All right, Tommy, yes. I have a question for Emily. Come on up here. What is what is the secret to the strength of Ohio runners? What is it, what is it about Ohio that, that builds 800-mile runners? You build a lot of um, resilience because all those look at it's like one more if there if there is one. All right, okay. here we go. Brady, what you got, big dog? If you could go to the Olympics in any sport, what would it be? Other than running, other than running, other than running, easy guy. I actually something to do skiing. I think I maybe like the. I don't know, the, I don't know what it's called, I'm so sorry. So it has, uh, the yeah. rules, yes. Yeah. I, I love skiing, ever since I was little, man. If I was good at it, do it, like, for that, that would be awesome. <laughs> I think Megan and I should try the synchronized swim. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually might be the one called. Awesome. There you go, guys. There's yeah, your answer. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, everyone. Good luck, Friday night. Let's get two more up here. I think we got two Aussies. Let's bring them up. There you go. These, these guys have come a long way to be here tonight. So let's introduce them first off in, in the blue shirt, Rory Hunter. And then the white and green shirt. I think my vision's getting better, right, Todd? Uh, it's not Jay Edwards. These guys are both from here from Australia. Came over a few days from Germany. Is that right? Flew into Charlotte. Took the train here with no phone number, just using WhatsApp, right? I mean, that's that's an accomplishment I know itself. But welcome to Raleigh, both of you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Uh, Roy, have you been if you've been to Raleigh or North Carolina before? I have been to North Carolina first time in Raleigh. Um, my first region, I went to Indiana, um, and my first regional was in uh, Greensboro um, at North Carolina AT, I believe. Nice. How'd it go? Uh, not great. I got knocked out in the first round. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, All right, we're going to rewrite that history as well on Friday night. <laughs> and then, is uh, Jai, am I pronouncing it right? Correct, yes. Yes, have you been to North Carolina before? No, this is only my second time in the U.S. Uh, in general. So I had a family holiday back in 2009, and that's been it. So first time here, very excited. Oh, wow. Where, where did you go in 2009 when you were here? Uh, well, we did the typical LA, Disneyland, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we actually, the main reason we're over here was a wedding in Alabama, my uncle. So I uh, went over, over there and then back to Vegas for a few days. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So now, um, did you guys grow up running together in Australia or have you become teammates since uh, kind of running professionally? Yeah, since, so I went to college and he's, what, four years older than me? Um, and then so he stayed in Australia um, and then I back to Australia and going to squad back there and um, yeah, we're going to get that. And you both were in for uh, Dick Telford? 
Uh, tell us about what that means to like an American audience, because I know it's a big thing abroad. Yeah, Dick's um, a pretty good name. I mean, it's good to hear that it's sort of well-known over here as well, but um, in Australia, you very well-known, particularly for the marathon distance. And I think for us, being middle distance runners, it's a bit of a, um, a bit of an unknown with Dick being not sure if how good a coach he would be for that sort of distance. Um, but he's been phenomenal. And I mean, the best thing about Dick is his background with the physiology. He's a physiologist from way back with the Australian, Australian Institute of Sports. So... Um, the way he's able to apply that physiology back then to you know, the Middle East Australia is phenomenal. And, um, you know, we, we don't exactly do everything by the book, I guess. Um, a lot of it's kind of experimental in some ways, but it seems to work pretty well, and we're very fortunate to have him. That's awesome. What, uh, what's one of your signature workouts that you all do? <laughs> uh, oh, one that we get a bit sick of, we do it probably 20 times a year, <laughs> is so Dick really likes combination workout so he likes to hit all the uh, fitness components in a, in a workout so we'd start off with what we call half quarters where we go 4 by 400 of 200 float so the 400 would be in sort of 3k pace the floats will be sort of I don't know, 10k pace like 30 37 seconds so so that's that's a bit of a stinger like more of a VO2 hit and then we go um Five by three hundred off hundred jog, so trying to try to hit the three hundred to about fifteen hundred pace and kind of twenty second jog. That's still pretty aerobic, but getting down the speed there. Then we finish off with five two hundred, which is close to eight hundred pace. Do that, guys. The key to the seven four minute mile. If you can do that, you're gonna be all right. <laughs> Now, where, uh, where do you guys train when you're in Australia? Where are you all based out of? Yeah, so we're in the capital, Canberra, um, which is where we've actually both moved to for training and to, to train with Dick. Um, for me personally, I was living on the coast, just sort of south of Sydney, um, and I grew up there most of my life and then moved to Dick back in 2017. Um, and Rory's story is a little bit different. He's sort of been here, there, everywhere with Australia. Um, started off out west and then up north Queensland, which is on the east coast, right up the top, and then and, um, after college in Indiana, he come back to Canberra. Nice. Now, what uh, I gotta ask, what is your uh, relationship with like with New Zealand? Basically, uh, just want to be us. Like, yeah. <laughs> My wife is actually a half Kiwi. Uh, yeah. So, out there. Nah, we like she poison the water. <laughs> Come back, there's more sheep in New Zealand. There we go. John, you kind of blasted on the scene last year. Uh, Al Kick and Stuart McSwain winning the Australian Championship and running a 349 mile. Heard you've uh, been injured and kind of coming back to it. So, what's going on? Yeah, um, I've had a bit of a rough trot this year. Um, just my Achilles have been playing up since about. February, um, and it probably took me nearly three months to try and get that right. Um, so I've, I've missed a big part of the season, and I've only raced twice so far. So this is still, I guess, pretty early on for me. And it was a bit of a gamble trying to come over here, but um, it's been good. I, I'd still cross training hard while I was injured, and uh, to salvage some sort of season has been great. And obviously, I know I'm probably not quite in top shape and where, where I was at last year, but if I can sort of run well and just keep improving this season. Um, 
that's the goal, and that'll probably go for another month or so. So if I can just continue to build each race, that's all I can really ask for. That's awesome. Have um have either of you heard or know or seen any pictures of Sir Walter Mile? Uh, <laughs> awesome. Good. Very first surprise. Good one. I'll have to tell him myself. Uh, last year after the race, Jordy Beamish, obviously a Kiwi, he won. And in the excitement, we were trying to get him a flag, which I thought was a Kiwi flag. It was honestly, it was an Australian flag. And he took it, looked at it for a second, and threw it back and said, Get that sh off me. <laughs> so we got an Australian flag. We actually got a few. All right, Roy, for you, uh, I know you came over here to, for college in Indiana. What made you want to come to the States, Joel? Um, A few things. Uh, just the whole the whole NCAA system. We've got nothing like it in Australia. And the competitiveness and the depth over here is phenomenal. And I think the transition from junior to senior, it, it's, it's a lot easier to go to college. Um, and it's, it's a help time over here as well um and great great education as well so um yeah it's kind of a no-brainer for me yeah i love my time yeah awesome was there any uh any questions from the audience i got one here we go for both you guys favorite afl club i'm a west coast well, west coast uh, eagle Perth, yeah uh sydney swans go to blaze yeah good stuff Yes. If you had to choose between finding a female, an eagle or a kangaroo. <laughs> well, yeah. Rory already has fought yeah. a kangaroo, so. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I don't know. Kangaroo's sort of punch and kick, whereas emu's pretty pet. So, <laughs> what do they prefer? Probably emu. It's a bit floppier. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we run uh, most of our sessions during the weeks on a cross country course in Canberra. There's honestly probably, oh, there'd be hundreds of kangaroos in the area. And often we're running past them, they're just so stubborn and don't move. So they, you know, that's why Rory sort of really got a tiff with one. That, that would probably not happen this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, like, coming all this way and, like, trying to perform Friday night, like, do you find it with this much travel, does this mess with your – schedule at all especially because the toilets turn flush the other way <laughs> or, or like is it one of those things like you're coming this way you're you know you've done this enough times you're able to still like dial in and go like, uh, yeah i guess i don't know yeah you just got to take it in stride and like you know take a lot of naps and <laughs> yeah. a, lot of, a lot of sleeping and catching up but yeah that's that's kind of what you got to get used to on the circuit we've been here for the last couple of months while i have at least and yeah, it's just yeah, like, like waking up at like random hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I need to train. I need to run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a couple of coffees before the race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think um, you know, it is obviously it's almost a bit of pressure because you're coming all this way for four minutes of running, and it could easily go pear shaped. But the way I see it, it could be worse. It could be a sprinter. So, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty tough. But I think that, yeah, as an athlete, you learn to adapt and um. Yeah, it's, it's just it's good fun to just have a go, and um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to hang around a little bit longer at possibly race again in the US uh, in a couple of weeks, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, 
Which is the uh, worst cultural appropriation in the U.S. Uh, with Australia? Is it Foster's or Woody? Probably Jack Butterball. Yeah, what well, the worst one was probably a serious question of do you ride kangaroos to school? <laughs> <laughs> The thing about fossils too is like no one drinks it at Yamasi, you know, it's pretty famous, but um, you know, I, I personally don't like it, so. Um, pretty much, like it, I don't think I've ever even held one in my life, so. We're sponsored by Athletic Pro today. Hi <laughs> right, guys, we'll give it up for Ty Roy. <laughs> All right, who is next? Okay, okay. Welcome to the stage. Mipro just signed with Atlanta Track Club Elite Adidas, Jonathan Davis, and a Wake Forest grad just won the Canadian 1500 championship, Rob Heppenstall. Give it up. Happened, of course, this week. You just signed, right? Did it happen this week? Uh, it happened last week, but it was announced today. Okay, awesome. What uh, can you kind of walk us through just kind of how that process came to be? And has you played on a professional in running? Um, well, after NCAAs, I the, the plan was to start um, work with KPMG in the Bay Area uh, two months after NCAAs, and uh, we decided to wrap up that season by going to the USA meet. And, if we get out to the semifinal and make the final, like, you know, that, that'd be a good little send off for me to close it. Um, and then ended up getting second at USAB. And then after that, it was just a world of um, talking to a lot of different people, a lot of different programs, and just figuring out what was the best fit um, and seeing what opportunities were out there. And yeah, I let a track level definitely one that stood out. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that. And then, so obviously, you signed. And so you, you have a kid to race in on Friday night. You're obviously wearing a hat there. Do you have gear yet, or are you still waiting for it? I got a, I got a little bit. A little bit, okay. I'll, I'll be wearing it all this week. Okay, good, good. And are you going to be doing any accounting while you're, while you're running, or are you going just all running right now? Um, I'll still be studying for the CPA. During the fall, I, I, I'd assume um, I'll have a lot of downtime, so just getting that out of the way and just setting myself up. Uh, for something after running. Um, awesome. Have you moved to Atlanta yet, or is that in the process? Uh, I'll be moving there in two weeks. I, actually, I haven't visited Atlanta before, so it's going to be a show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rob. Well, we talked to you the other day on the podcast. Good to have you back. Yeah, good to be back. From Canada via Winston-Salem, North Carolina. No. What have you been doing the past few days? I know you came up. Uh, I've actually been staying with uh, actually a weight grad uh, just down the road. So I've just been hanging out with him, yeah, like starting space for five days. So it's been, uh, it's been fun so far. Nice. And how are you feeling after winning the Canadian fifteen hundred championship this year? You feel like a miler now, or you used to run the eight hundred? Yeah, I know it's a little bit. It's about a lap and a half too long. But, uh, yeah, I did, I'm definitely transitioning to it. Decent uh, <laughs> so good. So far, so good. Now, Rob, where are you training right now? So uh, currently, uh, I'm technically training back home. Uh, essentially, what happened with my season was. Uh, I was training up in Canada up until about March, so from October to March. 
Uh, my friend, his name's Thomas Faines, he's uh, the son of two Olympians. Uh, he, him and I know each other for a while, and he lives in Colorado Springs. And uh, he's like, do you want to come up and train with me? Uh, just up, do some altitude training? And I was like, uh, sure, absolutely. Uh, and I grabbed two suitcases in March 1st uh, and went up there for about five, six weeks. And then it's kind of a nomad, just going around uh, different places, uh, getting into meets, uh, well, Portland, Nashville, uh, went out to California a little bit, and just, uh, just kind of lived out, lived out of a suitcase for about two, three months. Uh, and then went home for 10 days in the past six months. And yeah, just kind of been training all over the place uh, at the moment. Gotcha. And who is your uh, coach? Uh, coach? Just uh, my high school coach. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was just uh, giving me workouts uh, remotely. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was training with him uh, back in Canada like when, uh, from October to March. Um, but uh, I told him, I said, I'm going to leave and go up to uh, uh, Colorado Springs. He's like, all right, I'll just send you workouts. And he would kind of give me an email every week. And he would say, here's these workouts. Like, just play around with the schedule. And, like, if it works, it works. And then... Uh, that's essentially what I was doing all for the past four or five months. So. Okay, gotcha. All right, John, we want to talk about your the USA's experience. You big kick at the end, coming second. Did, didn't have the uh, standard, but then you go run 333. Where'd that come from? Did you know you had that in you? Um, not, not necessarily 333, but that we were It felt pretty good to kind of back up the performance at uh, USA. So. That's awesome. Uh, Rob, going back to Wake Forest, uh, you were, were you coached by John Hayes? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yes. And you guys were kind of part of seeing kind of uh, say resurgence, but kind of bringing Wake Forest right. back as like a middle distance powerhouse, right? I mean, you yeah. were kind of a part of that and kind of helped, yeah. helped lead that. Um, who did you hate racing the most in ACC? Who I hate racing the most? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, they know who they are. It's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd say the, the toughest people to beat in the ACC at the time were Pat, Patty Joseph. That was an absolute stud in the ACC. He's um, at Virginia Tech, right? Yeah, yeah. so all the BT boys, man, like, those guys showed up. Those guys showed up for ACCs. Yeah. Um, very tough team to, to coach against and race against. Um, they always showed up on, like at the meet. Uh, they strategized with each other. Bits and Seattle went to BT2, <laughs> obviously just a hardball race. Uh, any Anyone in that sort of school was – if you saw the purple jersey, you know you're in for a fight. Yeah. And of course, Ben Thomas uh, ended up going to Oregon to coach there and coached uh, Cooper, Cooper Tier and uh, Cole Hawker. So, yeah, it's pretty impressive coach right there. He was in App State before that. Just did, not, did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Juniors, juniors. All right, John. Um, I remember watching at the indoor nationals. You were racing in a t shirt during the first tee. What was going on there? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Our, our van, well, so when we left to go to the prelim, um, we left some stuff in the van uh, early when we did our takeout and came back. And uh, the people at the front desk said that someone had checked it out uh, later that morning and then they didn't know where it was and hadn't come back yet. Um, that had a lot of our stuff still in there. Um, so we were already running a little bit late to the meet. So we decided just uh, um, just do with what we had. And we still had our racing bit, so we just put that on a t shirt. Not there, maybe the final. Have you ever considered being a t-shirt guy in the pros? Uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> nice. John, someone was asked what kind of runner you are. How would you describe yourself running-wise? Um, 
fast. <laughs> yeah, fast, I guess. Uh, yeah. But um, I guess racing-wise, uh, I like to kind of go for it early, unless, obviously, it's a championship race. Don't play out that way, so I, I was content to sit back a little bit. But um, races where the intent is to go run fast and race hard, like, I'm excited to get out the gate hard, get to the front. It's awesome. Have you been to North Carolina and or Raleigh before? I've uh, never been to North Carolina, or never been to Raleigh before, but I've been to Asheville, my grandpa lived in Asheville. Uh, so been there. Awesome. Rob, what about you? Well, obviously, yeah, you've been to Raleigh. Yeah, you've been to Raleigh. Uh, I've been to Raleigh twice. Twice. Yeah, I, I think twice. Yeah, I actually haven't explored too much in North Carolina other than like the small bubble of Winston-Salem, so uh, it's nice to be out here. Thanks. All right, who's got questions for Dr. Jason? Being t-shirt guy Friday night, and if so, can we vouch for shirt? He just signed a deal. He's now wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I do have an Atlanta track with t-shirt, so that, oh. that'll be a game type of season. Ah, nice. <laughs> Sandy, all I have to say about the t-shirt is if it's good enough for Scott Bob's friend Austin, and I think you're okay. We're gonna That's we got it. a t-shirt fan over there, Molly. Yeah, big t-shirt fan. <laughs> Not yet. Have you been paying attention, sir? I feel like this setup. You may not Any more questions? Any more questions? You still have the KPMJ job lined up? Unfortunately, I sent my resignation letter, if you call it that. I had to start it. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I cut that off about a month ago. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, let's give it up for these guys. Yeah. John, see you guys All right. Well, we got two more tonight to end kind of our, our live panel session here. Jeff. And then we got Gabby and Eleanor. Yeah. All right, all right. Thanks everybody for coming out. Thanks Neurology for hosting this. This is a lot of fun. We got a big few days coming up. All right, welcome guys. Welcome Eleanor. Hi. Welcome Gabby. We'll talk to you on the podcast. So if you guys haven't been listening to the Summer Miles podcast, you can hear a little longer version. So we'll get to you in a second, Gabby. Eleanor, what's going on? I'm doing we saw you ran a really fast 1500 pacing for the Australian mile record the other day. Thank and it you. looks like you like walked it in. What was going on there? Uh, I had done the math on, so I had to pace from 1k to 1200. So I did the math of like what it would take to get the standard. And I convinced myself that that would be like really, really fun. And so I dove at the line. You know, I was like, okay, I'm just going to like, I'm going to flail and I'm going to bail. But they needed finishers. And so, yeah, I got out there and it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to kind of walk it in. And then it ended up being a little bit faster than I just didn't do the math on like the last one and nine. So it could have been a decent mile had I done anything. Well, that, that's but, what we were looking at because your 1500 <laughs> was astounding. But <laughs> yeah, you're like, what happened here? Yeah, no, I, I clapped just a bit. I jogged a little. I walked a little. I, yeah, I was with one nine that night and that was. So are you ready to run the full 1609 Friday? Yeah, it, it sounds hard now, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs>
That's awesome. Well, Gabby, it's good to have you here. Um, you've had a great season. I know it's kind of been a build, kind of started, you know, maybe it didn't go as well in the front end, but you've had some great races. What do you attribute to kind of like your most recent successes to? Um, I kind of, I don't know, in practice the other day, I kind of caught these three words kind of popped into my mind, like simple, fun, and fast. And I feel like keeping those three things together um, and like kind of relating them to one another, like the family have one without the other, I feel like those three things when combined, done right, like that's when I run the most successful and that's when I feel the most happy. So real quick talk about your your race uh, we we're actually out of u.s nationals cheering for you came in fourth correct yeah we're um did you feel like that was like a breakthrough for you yeah i i feel like um just learning to really focus on uh my teammates shoulders and like i had really awesome teammates in that race uh, i turned Eleanor, what's your training setup like right now? Um, I'm on my own now. I had a my husband walks into my stuff, just kind of feel like those days or thereabouts. And so yeah, I'm uh, still kind of trying to convince him like if you want to time here, like you can steal a little bit of it. Um, Scott Alberti, he's a really good guy, by the way. Yeah, so I'm on my own. Now where where uh, where do you where do you train? Like where's your base? Portland. Portland. Now, do y'all do any altitude stints or anything? Are you there full time, like during the rainy season? I just like Colorado. I'm from Colorado originally, so any chance I get to go back, well, we could do altitude or because I just like it. Yeah, so I'm cultural. Like I can't. I'm kind of pushing for something in the fall, but it's not really altitude. It's just going home. Yeah. <laughs> now, Gabby, speaking of altitude, you were impressed with you for a while, right? Yeah. Do you like altitude? Um. <laughs> emotions about it no yeah. it, it it was a pretty rough transition in the fall i think a lot of people typically say it's anywhere from like three to six months that you kind of get that adaptation going but um honestly boulder is uh like where we train most of the year but going up to crestview i think really helped me kind of be okay with boulder because it's so much higher that boulder when we came back down it kind of felt like sea level and everything can't kind of work out pretty well but yeah like close to nine thousand feet like you're, you're sucking in whatever you can. Like, it, it, yeah. you don't really have much air. You don't have much air there, so. Well, our dew point around here has been in, like, the mid-70s. So what is that, like, 10,000 feet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty hard. It's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eleanor, you ran this race last year. How would you describe it to someone that hasn't run it before? I would say it's more of a community event than anything else I've uh, taken in. I was astounded. Like the crowd was crazy, and it's for track, and it's in Raleigh. Like I should see it coming. <laughs> I, it feels like a slight, but I'm just going. Like, <laughs> I, I want to clarify: it's not a slight. But like I went to Eugene for USA. It's like, man, there's no one here. This isn't good. And I think like the world's turnout was awesome, but like the turnout for that mile here is really something special. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what are some of your connections locally? I know you're connected to a few people. You want to share who, who those are? Uh, yeah, well, I guess first off, my host is Megan Marvin over there. She was my teammate in college when I did 
here. Um, and like her family lives in the Chapel Hill area. So I got this my second year staying with her. And it has been very awesome to be able to got a couple of my old uh, former teammates also driving up to make the race. So that's pretty fun. But yeah, your brother, uh, Logan hey, Roberts. He's not here. Let's talk about him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Logan Roberts. Uh, or he was the assistant coach whenever I was uh, at Furman, and he actually, like, my first year, he was, like, kind of my training partner for the miles. Uh, he did a lot of mile weekends with me, and a lot of, like, uh, yeah, took a lot of track workouts, and it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. It's great to have both of y'all back here, and uh, questions from the audience. What do we got out here, guys? These are the last two of y'all, so y'all can grill them. Special guest. Oh, look who we got here. All right. Colleen, do you want to ask any questions? We do questions first. Questions first. She should be asking questions Friday night. Oh, another one. I'll repeat that again. Who's going to be the fastest? The question was who's going to be the fastest from Team Boss on Friday? Are you going to beat Aisha or not? <laughs> um, I'm zooming well, in real close. I don't know. I mean, we've both been trading really well together, so like we're both really fit. Gabby, we want an answer. <laughs> we're just gonna run across the line holding hands. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> just like your strides the other day on Instagram. Yeah. Alan, ask nicer questions next time. We're we're about community here. We're uh, killing our teammates. <laughs> what else we got? Any others? Anything else? Anything else? Colleen, what you got? I would do the high jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you look like a high jumper, so. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a collective high jump. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe pole vault, something yeah. kind of fun, but a little bit of adrenaline. Like it. There we go. Have you ever been tapped out on margaritas? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've only been uh, once. And I did not have a margarita, but I have heard multiple people have that experience, and it's always fun to hear it feedback uh, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but y'all can do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Awesome. Come on up. Perfect timing, perfect closer. I hope I get good questions. I feel like you guys are throwing some hardballs out there. We'll be nice. We'll be nice. I don't know about the these yahoos in the crowd, but uh, <laughs> have you ever been tapped out of margaritas at <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, if you don't know who this is, this is uh, Olympian and announcer Friday night. She'll be doing the field work for us. Interviews. Whatever. You're going to be like talking announcer. to the people. In, in there with the people. There's a real announcer. Lululemon sponsored. Um, Colin Quickly, welcome Hi. to Raleigh. Thank you. I haven't been here in a long time. It's good to be here. When's the last time you were here? Uh, I was thinking about that. I think, um, so in college, I went to Florida State for the Vols. So I'm just wondering, you know, nobody's <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> 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 now. Florida State. 
Florida State class of 2015, um, and we had we had ACCs here a couple times. Um, but then also uh, with the staff fitness people in here from the what is that what's called Zap Zap, Zap. yeah Zap Fitness Zap yeah. on yeah on Zap on Zap Endurance. Zach Endurance. Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah. So we did some team camp, uh, like preseason team camps at Zap. So we got a couple in North Carolina, like the kind of things they had hot and sweaty. <laughs> so you're you've been injured, but I see you're running again. How are we doing? Yes, um, I'm on day. So out of the last three days, I have run two of them. Um, doing the classic like one minute run, one minute walk. In Santa Monica, like normal people see me, they would never think I was an Olympian. So I'm like, oh, there's my minute. Like, <laughs> start walking. Um, but yeah, baby deer legs are a real thing. But just grateful to yeah, like be out there again, doing what I love. What is it like being down there in LA as compared to Portland? You guess Portland, or are you just glad glad to be out? Sorry, Eleanor. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, just. No shade on Portland. I don't miss it even a little bit, though. Yeah. Not even, not even like a little bit. You know? <laughs> How's the, uh, are you, we're in LA, are you? Uh, we stay in like Santa Monica or Venice. Okay. How's the running? So, because I split, it's confusing, but I split time between LA and Flagstaff. So I have a house in Flagstaff. Gotcha. And yes, I IRS, I live in Flagstaff. Recorded. Tax purposes. But I do spend like, there so but right now we just are doing airbnbs and checking out like sometimes we're like a little deeper like more uh like more south like marina del rey and sometimes we go more santa monica and we're on the bluffs and we're trying to figure out where the sweet spot is for like more long term but yeah, i do there? a lot of training like a lot of runs along that bluff uh they call it palisades park up there it's like that's one of my favorite places to run that's awesome we'll talk We'd love to hear a little more about the how the Lululemon thing came to pass because that's uh outside of the normal kind of shooting. Yeah, Lulu is in the game now. If yeah, I have noticed we we have a few Lulu athletes. I was gonna say I will not off. be the only Lululemon athlete here this weekend. Nikki Meltz will be representing Lululemon race tomorrow, uh, Friday tomorrow. Um, yeah, I've gotten a lot of DMs about um, Lululemon from the athletes over the past year and a half. Because I think it was an exciting thing for athletes to see like. Um, that there's a new brand out to play. Um, they have been like, I'm not just saying this because I you know, get paid to say things, but they're an amazing company and brand and team to work with. I I knew that it was going to be better than my previous situation. It doesn't get much worse, but I didn't think that it was going to be that different. And just all my interactions with everyone from the company, everyone from like the store manager at the Santa Monica Lululemon, where, you know, I'm like, hey, I want to host a group run. And she's like, awesome. Like, what time? And how can we help? You know, um, that like doesn't happen. Uh, and so any initiative I want to take on, they back me. They're like, how can we support? Whether that's the funds or with personnel or, you know, getting the word out, like anything that I'm saying. I'm really fired up about this. They're like awesome. Like we want to help you with that, whether it's like really fast or not. So like Mickey Adults has their Pride 5K October 2nd. If anyone wants to take a trip out to um, Flagstaff, there's an in-person event and then there's a virtual. You know, Raleigh had the second most participants in Mickey's race last year. No so, way! Yeah. Wow, we've Legit. Got lots of most fans. of them were probably Jeff Karen, but. Love yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's going to be, there's 
there's actually an in-person uh, version this year. It has been virtual for the past couple summers, um, just like COVID stuff. So she is, or they are doing an in-person uh, October Sunday. I think it's October second. Um, so if anyone would like to watch live staff. Um, so yeah, that's just another example of like, yeah, like this is what I want to do. Um, I think they just announced the t-shirts. Um, I'm pretty sure there's like new lemon swag and stuff. So nice. um, yeah, they're overall just an insane, awesome brand to work with. And I love that to see that Lou Lemon's getting uh, into track and field with, with Tara and Hunter um, are now um, ambassadors as well. So we have a little squad. We have a Lulu store in Raleigh, if you haven't been yet. Almost as good as Renology. Okay. I think there's a couple here, right? Multiple. Yeah. I'm going to be making the rounds the next couple of days. Speaking of making your rounds, Kylie, we hear you are leading a workout in the morning. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. 7.30 uh, tomorrow morning. I don't know about leading, but I will be participating as much as my foot allows. Um, it's called Shred 415. Uh, it's a gym that's owned by or like, I don't know if they call themselves a gym, workout facility um, that is owned by Lululemon Ambassador. And so, um, you know, we're very, like, the cool thing about Lululemon is they have uh, global ambassadors, like, more regional city ambassadors, and then um, store ambassadors. So uh, there's leaders in the community and, like, in small communities who, want like, want to get involved with a brand like that. So the uh, owner of Shred uh, 415 is a Lululemon Ambassador. So that's my guy. Kelly, speaking of Lululemon, my wife told me that you're connected. You're connected to Raleigh another way. Your friends or you interact with Matt James of The Bachelor. Is oh that true? Because he's from Raleigh originally. He went to high I school. I forgot here. about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Matt is a Lululemon ambassador, and we got connected through Lululemon and through running. He's a big runner. Um, and yeah, I I did invite you know. The enticing you to come to Flagstaff wasn't um, really getting you before. I did invite Matt to come stay with me, him and Rachel to come stay with me in Flagstaff for the Pride 5K weekend. Um, have not heard confirmation back yet, um, but he's considering. He also is going to do Chicago Marathon the next weekend, so I'm not sure if it's going to work out for his racing schedule. But um, there could be a bachelor appearance at Pride 5 <laughs> what is your pull to get him here on Friday night? <laughs> I, think he's, this week. I think he's either, I can't know if he's in New York or Miami right now. He gets around. They get around yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, just like a really good guy. Anyone yeah. who I have met that's been affiliated with Lululemon is like, this is what I do for a job. And like, this is what I'm really passionate about. So I feel like that's with Matt. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm like a celebrity thing. But like, He's passionate about food and sustainable food growing systems and aquaponics and feeding kids in neighborhoods in New York that, you know, don't get good access to good food and stuff. Like, that's his MO, um, which is, yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah, you're, yeah, it's amazing. Well, you're a 422 miler. We're here to run some fast miles. What, what's your key to running a fast mile? Um, I just did, this is kind of weird, but I just did a all out. 400 meter swim the other day, yeah. uh, which <laughs> so excited about that. Uh, as part of my, you know, it's just like to make cross training fun, you have to like throw in challenges. And so I'm, I didn't swim in high school or anything, uh, but I learned how to swim when I got my first injury as a pro. 
And um, I had been told that it would be like similar to like running a mile all out. And I was like, okay, well, I know how to do that. Like, let me see how I can make that look cool and cool. And it was so true that I was in a 50 meter pool. So it's like four laps, like out and back on a 50 meter pool four times. And the third like lap, I was like, this is the third lap of a mile. Like this sucks. And I still feel like I have a long ways to go. But then when the last like lap came up, I was like, oh, I'm actually like, okay. And I actually was starting to catch like one of the girls who was in front of me. And I was like, damn it. Like I did what I hate doing in the mile was like, I took off the gas a little bit because I got scared. And then I was like, actually kicking pretty hard. And I think the girl in front of me was like dying a little bit. Um, but if I hadn't like taken off the brakes in that third lap, like I might not have been last in the pool, which I definitely was. <laughs> not my best. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just the third lap. Like you can't fall asleep or like have doubts in the third lap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you. What, um, now you're going to kind of be in an interview capacity here. Have yeah. you done, is that something you want to get into more? Is this going to launch your career here in college? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm putting it on the resume. There we go. Absolutely. Um, I have like, done a few things where I've said like I'm putting this on my resume over the past few years um for worse I was gonna say for better for worse but it's definitely for worse I've been injured a lot and had to miss out on things that I would much rather be you know on the track for um one time was in 2019 I got injured while at well I got injured before but I ended up um, qualifying for world champs in Doha Qatar um, and then while the time between, we get like five or six weeks in between. And during that time, I managed to injure myself. Um, but I was hoping, you know, to be able to kind of like pull it together and like use some like KT tape or something and just bandage things together and get out there. Like world champs, like I got, I'm going to figure it out. So I went out there. Um, but then the doctor was like, no, no, like your bone's broken. It's, you're done. Um, so it's like, okay, KT tape can only do so much. Um. But NBC actually reached out and Craig Fastback was doing the like commentary for NBC and he asked if I wanted to um, be with him up like in the booth at uh, the stadium in the, they call it the uh, soccer birds nest, but it's like something similar to that um, in Doha. And I was like, I mean, no, I don't want to do that, but yes, like <laughs> I will do that. Um, and so I had to like watch the race that I wanted to be with the final, like wanted to be competing in. Uh, we had great, like, great seats to watch it, but it was really hard to, like, you know, be watching the race that I had imagined all year myself being in, and I was, like, talking about it, um, but it was also, like, oh, this is kind of fun, like, this is something I would want to do eventually, and I think runners, like, track athletes are always thinking about, well, I don't know, I'm always thinking about what I'm going to do after running, because, like, I know that you can't do this forever, um, and you don't make enough money to like retire at age 35, like you're going to have to have a second career, um, unless, I mean, maybe there's a select few, but, um, so I'm always thinking about what I'm going to do after, and that's definitely something I've considered, um, and then the other thing is just like, maybe there's not enough female track agents, like maybe I want to be an agent and work with athletes in that way, I know I don't want to be a coach, I think coaches are the most amazing human beings in the world, and I know that it's not me. Um, <laughs> an agent, a coach, some kind of, yeah, like commentator. Like, there's a lot of different ways I think I could be, like, stay involved in the sport, which would be really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's open it up. Um, thanks for joining us here yeah, at the end here.
Um, Anybody got any questions before we wrap it up for the night? No, Brady. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll let you. Nothing off color. Let's be respectful. The guy in the swimming shirt, yeah. I've asked you to think I did it. I never swam in I never swam in high school. I taught myself how to swim in 2015. The lifeguards at the pool like gave me tips.
Um, so I just, yeah, I respect the crap out of it. And um, we're also a very uh, collaborative relationship, which has been super nice. Like I'm 29 now, you know, I don't think anyone knows my body better than I do. And so I get to like kind of be more in charge. Um, he's definitely helping to navigate and hoping, hopefully like pointing out potholes. Uh, but I'm behind the wheel. Like I get to actually be in charge of the process, which has been super nice. So yeah, thanks for asking. All right, last, last one. Last one. One quick question. So um, Alex and I have done Take the Bridge Races. We're oh friends my. with Darcy. Yes. And so can you quickly tell us about the strong female LA running crew that you guys have? Oh my gosh, like yeah. summary I'm, of it. I'm just getting into kind of this LA run vibe, but um, and I was telling my host, George and Michelle today, I was like, when I first got to LA, like the first week I was there, I would show up at, I was exploring different places. Every single like trail or place I went to was like the bike path or, you know, like up in the hills. At least one person would be like, Steeple's Way, just like while I was running. And I was like, what's the I'm in LA. This is so weird. Like, there's real celebrities here. But I think that's just a, tri- uh, uh, a testament to the strength of the running community there. Like, you have to know running to like, know a professional runner like it's a pretty niche sport um and so the fact that I like was spotted running was like oh yeah runner who like people are into running here and like follow the sport like you that's like females so cool. so, like it's strong females yes run. and I was and most of them I was just saying most of them were running whenever I get guys who were like on my run this morning I on my one minute run part I was like awkwardly like running next to a man and you know it's like they were like oh we're the face is square um, and I was like, I just looked over on the morning, and he was like, steeple's quick. And I was like, for Christ's sake. I was like, what? And then he, I was like, I gotta walk. Like, I gotta try But I always, whenever I see guys like that, I, I have no idea, like, why he follows me. Like, I don't know what, I'm, you know, I don't post, like, scandalous things. Like, I post about, like, go girl, like, braid your hair. So I'm not sure what he's getting out of it. But, um, yeah, I think, like, I speak a lot to women, and so whenever I, like, I meet a lot of fans, like, most of them are women, and, yeah, I feel like that we've created, like, this little tribe thing, uh, which is really fun, and then what happens to meet in person um, is really special to hear their stories, and, you know, maybe they went through an injury, and they followed my advice on swimming or something, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and that's been really special in LA. I mean, I meet people sometimes in Flagstaff, too, but there's so many more people in LA, so it happens more often. Yeah. Thank you, Blakely. All right, guys, that's going to conclude everything. Thank you for coming out tonight for the afternoon.